You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company. We help you find your ideal person on Pinterest. And today we are talking about how your most popular pins on Pinterest are telling a story. And that's why people are really interacting with them. But before we dive in, I want to remind you that this month we are hosting our free five-day Pinterest challenge a fresh take on Pinterest. We want to help you spring clean your Pinterest strategy for 2021. You will want to get in on this. We're going to be doing some different teaching, story pins, video pins, regular pins, branding and keywords. It will have all the fun. Our last Pinterest challenge in January was definitely high engagement, high excitement and lots and lots of value that was being delivered. So if you want to join that, just go to simplepinmedia.com slash 234 to get the link to get in on the challenge. All righty. So... When we dive deep into our business and we really ask our question how we're going to market to the people that we want to engage with our content, sometimes we can lose sight of this piece of inspiring our audience through the stories that we're telling in our images, whether it's on Pinterest or whether it's on Instagram or whatever platform you're using. So today we're going to talk about how to tell the story with everything from a static pin to a video pin to, of course, a story pin. And one of the main things I want you to take away from this is don't overthink it. I'm going to tell a quick story and how this really kind of hit me right between the eyes. And I was like, duh, Kate, why are you doing this? I was definitely overthinking it because one of my things is I want to get it right. I want to get it right the first time. I don't have any patience for making mistakes. And that is really just an an expectation I put on myself. I don't put that on my team. I don't even put that on my family, but I put that on me. I was driving with my daughter one day and she's learning, she's 15, learning how to drive. And I'm not the person in charge of that in our family. My husband does that because it just, it is like nails on a chalkboard to me. But my husband said, I think it's time that you drive with her. She's getting pretty good. And we need to go to the post office, the ATM and the craft store and then one other place. So I geared up and said I would do it. And what I realized as we started driving was that the whole purpose of this time of learning to drive is for her to make mistakes. Sure, it's with a really big expensive tool, but somebody has to teach her how to drive through the post office and know when to stop your car and put it in park and put your envelope in the little blue bin. And then somebody also has to teach her how to go through the ATM and not to hit those big concrete blocks and all of these things. And I thought, these pieces take time. It's it's this place where you kind of have to screw up a little bit in order to really get it. And I was driving and I was thinking, that's really how Pinterest marketing is when you're getting started or when you're doing something new, like a story pin or a video pin. You really just have to get into it and 
do the ugly one first. I kind of joke that it's called marketing ugly. You have to just get in there to be able to see what people are engaging with, to be able to know what story you want to tell. So what we want to do here today is walk through some examples of our favorite brands and how they are telling the story to give you inspiration to just start, to just begin to create and see what your audience engages with. Now, I understand this is a little bit tricky because I am only on audio, but I'm going to do my best to try to explain these images to you and why they really stand out and how you can get some ideas. So this is simply a podcast to give you inspiration. It's to inspire you to step into these places where maybe you're not telling the story in your Pinterest marketing or Maybe you're afraid to. I will say I am one of those people like I just like driving. I get all freaked out that it's going to look horrible or that it's not going to turn out right. And so I end up just not doing it. And that's not benefiting anybody. So here we go. We're going to break this down into static pins first, video pins second, and then story pins third. So first, let's talk about static pins, specifically in the area of fashion. So fashion pins literally are everywhere all over Pinterest. It's one of the big drivers over there because you can basically show your audience how to dress or inspiration for outfits. You can definitely tell them a story of an item by showing them how to use it or jeans or the whole outfit, whatever it is the when, why, and how to wear it. So one of the very first ones that I really love is by Stylish Petite. And it was one that says, find the right sunglasses for your face. So this is a stacked pin. And what I mean by stacked pin is there's a image at the top with just the sunglasses. Then there is the text box. And then below is an example of her wearing the sunglasses. What does it look like in a whole outfit? Sunglasses, she knows in this moment that the pain point is how do I find the right sunglasses for my face? Because I can look at somebody else's face and I think, oh, yeah, those look really good. But then I look at them on me and I think, oh, those don't look really good at all. So what she is walking you through is that first thing of how to find the right sunglasses for your face. This is the beginning of getting somebody to click so that she can educate them on how to find the right XYZ. So that's really good for fashion. That's really good for home decor too. How to find the right lamp for your space. How to find the right tile for your space. Get really creative with that question because you know most people are asking, how do I find the right fit for me? And you want to walk them through that story. The second place we see Stylish Petite really nailing this is as she's talking about oh so comfy my go-to jeans for spring. So here's what I love about this. One, it adds a seasonal element. The seasonal element is really important, especially in fashion, because people are looking for, well, they're not going to look for spring outfits in the middle of summer because it's just past but they will look to change and rotate their wardrobes. And so she's really going, let's not focus on a whole wardrobe, but let's just focus on your jeans, especially right now when people are like, they want the comfy pants, comfy jeans. People are just starting to open up again, but maybe, you know, the joke is like the, the COVID-19, <laughs> 19 pounds. Um, maybe they need a really comfy go-to pair of jeans for spring. 
So one of the things that she wants to lead people through in that story is showing them why these genes are the best and the best for spring. It's a really great way to do it. Okay, now I'm jumping to one of the other. This is kind of a different one, but I love that it's using the idea of a guide. So this is through Birdwatching HQ. And the topic is the 18 owl species that live in the USA. It's an ID guide. So you wouldn't think to go to Pinterest for bird watching, but you would be wrong. There's a lot of engagement about this. People are definitely interested in this particular topic. And instead of just talking about like 18 owl species, you need to know. It's really these 18 owl species that live in the U.S. And here's a guide to know which ones you are looking at. It's a very cool way to get people hooked in to read more about these 18 owl species. We just love that there's this guide component, especially if somebody's going to a place or traveling to a place or even lives in a place where they can identify owls. So through these three examples of static pins, we're really doing is telling that really cool, catchy, well, we're hooking them, right? We're hooking them with that catchy phrase, that catchy thing that we're going to walk them through. And somebody knows when they read those specific pins that they're going to be greeted with more examples or more walkthroughs. And that's what people are looking for. Again, we'll have these three links and screenshots for you inside the post so you can get some inspiration from that. Okay, let's move to video. Video is just exploding on Pinterest. We heard that in the Pinterest Creators Conference. We heard that um, from some of the stats they're putting at. And we've heard that from you. We've heard that video is doing really good for you. It is hit or miss. So no, you're going to have maybe a few videos that go crazy. And then you have a few videos that fall flat. That's the nature of video. That's happened on Facebook. That's happened on YouTube. It's happened on Instagram. Just keep making them. Just keep telling a story to keep people engaged. Okay, food. Let's talk about this niche for food for um, on Pinterest. So recipes definitely from start to finish in those super quick videos. They make the recipe not only seem attainable for your audience, but it also shows them the ingredients being used. Food bloggers, you are nailing this in such a great way because you really had a lot of lessons you took from Facebook, right? There was the tasty style videos, the ways that people... Um, moved through them really quickly, showed the hand, showed the ingredients, and people love them on Facebook and we're seeing them take off on Pinterest. So we're going to link to um, some recipe videos from Cupcakes and Kale Chips. She's done a great job with these. We'll go straight to the video links that are getting really good engagement um, and how they're making them. If you listen to a previous podcast that we did with Jump Rope, that's one of our favorite ways to make videos right now that uh, is really, really easy because the whole point is to make this super easy and not overwhelming. But then to because sometimes let me pause here. Again, sometimes what happens is we get caught up in how to what platform to use or what tool to use or any of that. And that prevents us from just getting started. What we liked about um, Jump Rope is that it allowed people to just get started and they're really creating some great stuff. So check out the recipe videos from Cupcakes and Kale Chips and see how she's really telling those quick stories. Okay, the other one is Teachers Pay Teachers. So this is a site that sells products for teachers and it um, allows them to see or to purchase 
these products and then to use in their classroom. It's really, really cool. What we love um, is that there's one example here from Ashley McKenzie. And what she is doing is she's showing not so much the actual product, but like a few products like kind of coming onto the screen. It's really simple. Again, hard to explain here. Um, it's just kind of like these, it's boho spring classroom posters. And so it's, it's going through each one, each poster kind of overlaying onto the screen. Super easy just to add in each one. And then I can see what each and every classroom decor is. I love that this also adds to the spring. I know here in my area, we are just starting back at school after a year of not being in school. So I imagine the teachers in their classrooms are going to want to update things. So she's really speaking to them where they're at right now, going into spring, adding fresh life. And it's a really simple video. It's just showing each one moving. Doesn't seem super hard, not high production. Okay, the next one is again back to our friends at Birdwatching HQ. This is really important because I think that there's a lot of people who say, I just don't think video will work for me. They, they, I have said that. I have said that as a Pinterest marketer. I don't think video will work for me. And what I love about what Birdwatching HQ does is they actually take eight live aquarium cams from around the world. And it's basically just showing. So it's a, a stacked pin. Again, the top says eight live aquarium cams. The bottom says from around the world. And the middle is a moving aquarium. It's super cool. It shows that that's exactly what people are going to get. I will tell you that we discovered Birdwatching HQ. My team was like obsessed with these animal cameras. And I know that's been a huge thing over the years. And so they've brought this into their video to show that here's some here's some live aquarium cams from around the world that you can engage with. Of course, they can't put all eight of those in there, but I can see that it's an aquarium. It's very simple, straight to the point. It's a really awesome use of video right in the middle that's going to get people to click because they're super curious about it. Okay, so story pins are the last one we're going to cover. And obviously, this seems like, oh, yeah, tell a story, duh, right? But I think there's a way to use the slides. We have a whole podcast podcast on this, too. We have two, actually, and we have a free story pin template for you on that podcast. So we'll link to it in the show notes, which is simplepinmedia.com slash 234. But story pins... All right, let's start here. Story pins are the way of the future on Pinterest. They just are. Pinterest is going that way. We have embraced them. We know they don't link, but we see a lot of really cool stuff for them in the future. So as we think about story pins, the great thing I want you to be thinking about is that they live forever. These are not time sensitive like you would see on Snapchat or you would see on Instagram. They will live on people's boards. So they are still really, really valuable and they do get people to click and they do get people to come to your website and get brand recognition. So the first one we see is Fun Cheaper Free is doing something really cool with four ingredient donut holes. So it's just static slides of just exactly what, how you make these donut holes. Just simple hands, a simple photo. It's five cards. That's it. 
And at the end, they say for the full recipe, funcheaperfree.com, search donut hole. Because we know people need to just get to it super quickly. So this is really, really easy. You can do this. I can do this. Showing a step-by-step, five, what it is, four steps, call to action. That's it. The next thing is travel. All right, travel's going to take off here pretty soon. Um, I know I just got back from a trip to Florida and I know another friend that got back from a trip to Hawaii and we are all ready. We are ready to go. So as you do, um, as you lean into travel, be thinking of a way to use story pins to really get people inspired and excited. So A Taste of Cocoa has done this really great with her story pin about things to do in Lake Tahoe. These types of posts about things to do, places to eat, adventures to do are so powerful and people will save these and click through on these because they're really interested in it. So the opening slide um, just has a picture of her standing out in front of Lake Tahoe. Um, The next has kayaking on Lake Tahoe. She's in a kayak. The next is explore Sand Harbor. The next one is drink local beer and hang out at Commons Beach skiing in Squaw Valley, and then soak in the hot tub. And she's in the hot tub. So each one of these pictures is a representation of what it is, is happening. And one of the cool things is right at the bottom, you can see exactly what it is that those particular things, um, what they are. So there's more of a description, right? But everything engages with uh, what the mountains and the water look like, what the beer, a picture of the beer a picture of the beach of skiing. I'm connecting with it and I'm like, oh yeah, take me there. Like I'm, I'm ready. I can connect with it all these seasons. It's not video, just static images again. A really great way to show me what things there are to do in Lake Tahoe. So if you are in the travel space, you can show people things to do, what to wear, um, where to go, what to avoid. There's a lot of good angles you can take in a story pin. And people are going to save these because they have really valuable information in bite-sized pieces of info. The next is a video in story pins. So this comes again from A Taste of Cocoa, and she is talking about an old-fashioned cocktail recipe. So the opening slide is simply um, the ingredients in the background and uh, the glass held up. It just says old-fashioned cocktail recipe. The next is her talking, which is something pretty new um, with the face, but I think it's be, it's willing to try, right? But again, here's what I want to, let me pause. I have too many things in my head here. Here's what I love about this is that I think the faces and the talking can work on Pinterest as long as we make it about inspiring the pinner. So if we go the way of the influencer to talk about our life, to talk about what we do, what we're wearing, all of that, I think that will detract pinners because they are not really interested in that, but they're interested in what tip, tool, recipe are you going to show me that I'm going to want to save? And so that's what she's done here in the second slide is it's her saying, let's make an old fashioned cocktail at home. She's walking through each and every one of the ingredients that you might need. And in the second, we go to a static slide again. It shows her pouring the bourbon, then her step two of adding the syrup, 
Step three of the dashes of bitters. Step four, the dash of the other bitters. And then step five, add water, stir, and then the orange peel. And then at the end, it's just her in a little boomerang stirring the cocktail. So here's how I want to kind of break this apart and what I love about it is not only am I getting the steps, but I'm getting a little bit of commentary from her in that second slide. So I'm getting an opening slide of old fashioned cocktail recipe. I'm getting the second one describing it and what she's going to walk me through. None of this is about her. It's about the old fashioned cocktail. If you're going to do story, if you're going to do any marketing on Pinterest, and you're going to tell a story, the story has to be about what it is you're talking about. The story can't be about you. And I know that sounds really weird to say, but when we think about the ecosystem of the social media platforms, the best thing about Pinterest is that people go there to find ideas, to be inspired, and to get away from the noise. Never more in 2020 has this been Uh, more prevalent as people have left Facebook and some people have even left Instagram and they came to Pinterest because it feels positive. It feels inspiring and it feels like you can find any single idea that you want. So when you think of creating your pins, whether it's static, whether it's video, whether it's story, whether it's video in story, I want you to lead with an audience mind uh, or an audience mindset audience first mindset. How do you put them in front of what you want and make it about what they want? Now, let me say that a little bit differently. I know that all of you are listening to this podcast because you want Pinterest tips. You are really interested in how to use Pinterest to grow your business. So my first and foremost job is to help you feel like we are the place where you can get that at all times. We are the place where whatever we do in our marketing, it's going to serve you and it's going to serve what it is your pain point is then it doesn't mean I don't talk about myself. I don't share. I share a little bit about my personal life on Instagram. I do a little bit in my weekly newsletter. I know that that makes me human. We talk about our team. We talk about how we work here. But you come to Simple Pin Media because you are really interested in finding the best resources on Pinterest, the best up-to-date information for Pinterest, and how to do this in a way that works for your business. You want to take what you do wrap that up into your why and then go, this is what I'm going to show people. Whether it's how you save money at the grocery store or what clothes you're choosing to wear this spring, your best favorite comfy jeans that you think every single person should own or a live camera of an aquarium because you know that people love that kind of stuff. Think about what it is people are seeking out and how you can fill in for them, how you can tell that story through what you're doing on Pinterest. I really want you to be inspired by the pins we've talked about today. So go to simplepinmedia.com slash 234 and look at those pins. And then I want you to take the next step by joining our five-day challenge so we can help you do that in our challenge group. I'm going to be teaching in there every single day. I go 30 minutes not much more because I really want to respect your time. We go 30 minutes, we go deep into this topic, we give you a bunch of tips, and then we tell you to take action on it. Just one step, just one thing, 
And so we're going to really be digging into that this spring, how to really freshen it up as Pinterest has changed. And as they are moving towards story pins and video pins, how can we do that too? And how can we bring what we're really good at as creators both in our content or our physical or digital products and really bring that into what we're our marketing, how we're really marketing and positioning ourselves on Pinterest to get more engagement and to get more purchases and to really build a community where people know you're the best at what you do. Alrighty, so again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 234 for examples and to sign up for our challenge. We would love to see you there. Thanks so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode.